Hi guys, welcome back to Side Chat. If you're new here, hi, I'm Grace. I'm Kate. I'm Amy. And I'm Taya. And on today's episode, American Lit Bit, we'll be discussing the novel Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ning. We are going to be discussing various details and main ideas developed throughout the book. So spoiler alert now. But the main idea we're going to focus on is answering the question of whether or not this book should be read in America today. We would just like to give a warning now that this episode will contain talk about a potential suicide. So if that is a sensitive topic for any of you listeners out there, we suggest clicking off now. So let's rewind and go back to where it all started. focuses on the Lee family, a mixed Asian family living in an Ohio suburb after a terrible tragedy of losing their daughter, Leah. Ying goes over the interactions with each of the family members, as well as their interactions with the others around them. It's not easy for them to be the only Asian family in their town, especially because James and Marilyn, the parents of Lydia, are not the same race. James is Asian and Marilyn is white, something that was very frowned upon at the time, the late 20th century. As time goes on, more tension is created within the family and it turns out that their perfect family dynamic wasn't so perfect at all. Okay, so now let's break it down character by character just to get a little background. So starting with James, he grew up as a child of Chinese immigrants and throughout his childhood, he was faced with adversity and he always wanted to fit in with other people. We think it's really interesting um, to look at James's character because he grew up experiencing racism. And this really just shows itself as we go throughout the book, how he likes to project his own insecurities onto his children and how that might have caused Lydia's um, mental health issues and probably led to what we can assume without reading the ending was maybe a suicide. And throughout the entire book, Ning adds background stories of James as a child and like what he faced and how people were racist against him just based on the way he looked. One thing we see with how racism affects James is that throughout his childhood, he talks about how he always wants to kind of get rid of being Asian. He doesn't want to speak Chinese in his house because he doesn't want to have an accent and he wants to kind of abandon his culture completely, which is a great way to see how racism is affecting James and how that projects onto his children. And skipping ahead to after Lydia's death. He, in his way of grieving, actually has an affair with one of his co-workers or students, Louisa. And Lydia's death had an effect on each of the characters in a different way, and they all had different ways of trying to cope with it and grieve. But his was having an affair with Louisa because she was also Asian, unlike his wife, Marilyn, which I would think made him feel more secure and made him forget about his own family and their own personal struggle. And towards the end of the book, we see James and Marilyn get into a huge blowout fight. And we'll get into that later. And he has always been insecure that she's regretted marrying someone who is different like him and that he doesn't and that she sees him differently like everyone else does because she thought that he thought that she was different. 
So the next character we're going to look into is Marilyn, James's wife. Marilyn is an interesting character because we see her in the book not only as a, a mother, but also as a daughter. And she was raised by her own mother to become a housewife, but she had different ambitions and wanted to go to school and become a doctor. And she really just struggled her entire life trying to find a balance between her family and pursuing what she wants to do and um, putting her happiness above everything else. And we see sexism also play an important role. And not only does she face, face sexism, but she also fights for gender equality. She, for most of her life, she wanted to become a doctor. However, once she had Lydia, she was no longer able to do so because she had to fit the role of the stay-at-home mom. Later on in the book, when she gets in a huge fight with James, after her finding out about him and Louisa, he quote-unquote says, you've never been in a room where no one else looked like you. You've never had people mock you to your face. You've never been treated like a stranger. And you have no idea what it's like being different. Meanwhile, she's facing her own battles and rebuttals back to him saying, sophomore year in the lab, the men used to sneak up behind me and try to lift my skirt. One time they came in early and pissed in all of my beakers. And these are, this one on page 242 and 243. And it kind of shows how maybe she wasn't facing racism, but she was facing sexism and people were judging her and treating her unfairly, but in a different way. And throughout the book, James doesn't fully understand, and as Grace said, like, doesn't understand how people treat her differently. But even though he faces sexism, she does face different gender equality issues, and she goes through the same fights he does. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit about Marilyn and James's kids. First, we can talk about Hannah. She's just basically a, char a background character, but she really sees the family through a very real set of eyes and we can really focus on her perspective because it seems to be very reliable and she has always been neglected by her own parents so she lacks the love and care that um, Lydia and sometimes Nate have actually um, experienced. Yeah Hannah isn't the most important character but at times I think she can be just because like Taya said she kind of brings in a new perspective and it kind of shows that she kind of saw the details of what was going on throughout her family. But because she's so young and she wasn't really involved in these conflicts, she was just kind of there to witness it. But in the book, when we get her perspective, it kind of shows how we would see it if we were there in her position. On the last page of the book, when Nath is in the lake which is a very long story that we'll probably get into later um Lydia's on the dock and he looks at her and makes eye contact and the last quote of the book says something about him never losing sight of her and it kind of showing their new relationship after him losing Lydia not like it's his second chance to be a good older brother but because he doesn't didn't know much about Lydia he's gonna do whatever he can to stay close to Hannah and so that kind of brings us into more of his relationship with her and the family. Nate is someone who Lydia looks up to most. Nate understands that Marilyn and James are hyper-focused on Lydia and how hard she works and only wanting her to succeed at life. And he also understands to a degree how much she hates that. One thing we see though, is that in a similar way to Hannah, Nate is somewhat neglected by his parents. 
because he also sometimes wishes that he would get the attention. And he works hard, he gets into Harvard just as James wants him to. But still, Marilyn and James don't really have time for his passions, such as space and aeronautics, which they just laugh at. Now moving on to his and Lydia's relationship. There are some details between them that I found very important, especially that when his Harvard letter came in, she stole it so that I get, because she knew he was going to love it there and that was his dream school. And she did not want him to leave. Like maybe it was because she didn't want more attention or maybe just because she really didn't want to see her older brother go to college. And I think that kind of brings us to talk about Lydia. Yeah. However, there are a few like points that many people question because Lydia does seem to love the attention in the book. So hiding um, Nate's acceptance letter does bring up many different points that we're confused about, which we'll get into later. Before we talk about Lydia and her relationships with characters in the book, we're going to quickly go into the relationship between Jack and Nate. So Jack is a very interesting character because he's not a main character like the rest of the kids, but we can see him um, as a reason why we might want to read this book in America, mainly because he's actually in love with Nate, even though he never admitted it. Now, this could also be a very interesting point because this could have this could have contributed to Nate's feelings of confusion and isolation around him possibly being gay, maybe towards the end of the book. And Jack also using Lydia as a, as a means to get closer to Nate and him isolating himself and creating kind of an outsider um, identity. And it just really sums up the whole idea of not, of being different. And now to, I would say, probably the most important, important character or what most of the story is based upon, Lydia. Um, like we said before, with attention, she kind of struggles a lot with how to deal with it as her grades drop and as her dad even gives her a book on how to make friends for Christmas one year. But no one really understood what she was going through or knew much about her, I would say, except for Nath. Because to her parents, she had all these friends, she had perfect grades, but they didn't know her actual struggle that she was going through. Um, after her death, when the police started questioning her parents, they were very confused. And like Grace said, they kept going up to the police and saying she had so many friends, she was so happy, like she really enjoyed life, was doing great in school. But in reality, none of these things were true. She struggled. And not many people knew, but Nate did have a feeling. The whole book really just bases itself around why Lydia died and if it was an accident or not. And we can see as we learn more about the characters and how they had um, a pretty intense family dynamic about why Lydia may not have killed herself in the end, but she definitely felt like she was overwhelmed and pressured into doing something that would just feel like a release to her. To give you more insight into Lydia's family dynamic, here's a quote. What happened? Did your mom nag you about your homework? Wait, let me guess. Mom bought you a special present, but it was just a book. Dad bought you a new dress. No, a diamond necklace, and he expects you to wear. Last night at dinner, you had to talk and talk and talk, and all their attention was on you. Am I getting warmer? This was on page 262 to page 263, and this was Nate talking to Lydia. Nate was explaining how, well, Lydia called him 
as kind of a comfort because she asked him to call her back and he never did because he was too busy at college or at a party and she was really at a low point and needed to talk to her brother but when he picked up he just assumed that she was over exaggerating about something and didn't expect that there's something that she actually needed so like this kind of just gives more detail on how even though Nath was the one who understood her the most he he didn't even know what was truly going on inside her head and this was just shortly after Lydia had gone to the lake and passed away now that we've kind of got a closer look onto each of the characters and some of the important scenes throughout the book I think that we can we have enough evidence to back up our reasoning of our yes or no of why we should read this book today. I think we should read this book in America today because it covers two very important and prominent topics, racism and sexism in the book. Although we didn't find the book to be the most interesting book we've ever read, it definitely goes over some great points that give many real life examples of experiencing racism and sexism and how they break down not only families, but relationships outside of families also. And I feel like besides for those topics, it also kind of adds awareness onto mental health and families and how people, like, no one really knew what Lydia was going through because she wouldn't talk to anyone about it or they didn't ask. So I think it also brings attention to that. And in our generation, in our society today, we know that a lot of people struggle with mental health and um, racism, sexism. So when we relate all that back to the book, we definitely think that reading this book can bring shine a lot of light onto these topics and can help a lot of people um, find their way in overcoming all of these issues. Thank you for coming back and listening to another episode of Side Chat. I'm Grace. I'm Kate. I'm Taya. I'm Amy. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>